I do love orange soda. I have some I of the do, fridge I do, upstairs. I do, I do, I do, I do. Your little bit of Keenan and Kel you're throwing at people. Yeah. You're trying to recruit people into your age group. <laughs> Keenan and Kel was, that was like my era. Yeah, that you know what? Keenan, he's finding the job. I know, I know it. Yeah. I know it. Amanda Bynes. What happened there? She came from we all that. We don't like to talk about that. You know what? Keenan needs to find another job. He's been on Saturday Night Live for about, I think, three times as long as Tim Meadows, who also... Yeah. Is Tim Meadows still on Saturday Night Live? Has he left yet? Do they just let him sweep up afterwards? That guy Where's, would where's he going to go, though? I mean, yeah, I know. That's the thing. But he's not funny on Saturday Night Live. He was like the funniest he, he dude. He was, because he's... You know, dude, he's in, in all that, and Keenan and Kel... That kid sold it hard. And I love the fact that at the end of every episode of Keenan and Kel, which, by bra. the way, by the way, way, like, I was way too old to be watching that show, but every now and then I'd fl- flip it on, and I'm like, these kids have got talent. And it was great, because they would come out at the end of every show with the curtain closed, and he would come out in a bathrobe with a towel around his neck, as if he just got out of ca- costume or whatever, and he's like, you know, that is a throwback to Abbott and Costello. And when do you ever expect a kid on a kid's show to do a nod to Lou Costello? And I loved that. And he sold it. Like, it, it was no holds bar. Sell every character, commit completely, and just be that, like, crazy, round dude, right? And then he gets on Saturday Night Live, and suddenly he's, like, like every other 15-year-old, even though he was older than that. He just hit the point where it's like, oh, I got to hold back. All my humor's got to be close to the vest. You know what I mean? Like his characters don't completely go all out like he did when he was a kid. And I'm like, dude, what happened to you? You're not cool. You're not funny when you try to act cool. Act the fool. Be the fat dude. Matt Foley things up. Chris Farley yourself. Have a heart attack. Fall on a coffee table. Yeah. Sell it, boy. In a van down by the river. That's right. Get it so that Christina Applegate is going to bleed from her nose if she doesn't get a chance to laugh at you. That's what was happening in that original match. Uh, they're all going to laugh at you. They yeah. are gonna. They're all going to laugh at you, except for you, Keenan, dude. Dude, you got to learn how to sell it again, man. That broke my heart because that, as a kid, man, that he, he, he had, was all that. He was all that. He was all that. He, what happened some. to Kel? Don't Other know. than Mystery Men, he was on Mystery Men. I feel like he was on some kind of like drama or soap show. Well, that's unfortunate. I, I that might not be true. I, that's just how I. <laughs> That's where my mind placed him. And it's I, fine I just, there. I oddly remember seeing him. I was like, oh, that looks kind of like Kel, but yeah. it could have not been him. Yeah. So I don't know. Who else came from all that other than those two and Amanda Bynes? Because Amanda Bynes has exploded. She's, you know, she's. Honestly, I don't remember anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. She went, she Keenan went. Keenan Kel, Amanda Bynes. I don't even. There was the, oh, there was the kind of really fat white girl. Yeah. What happened to her? She was cool. She was pretty funny. What man. the brunette? She reminded me a lot of like, um, not Ellen, but geez, what was her name? I don't know. It was great. Some talk show girl. I don't yeah, know. talk show girl. You talking about Ricky Lake? No. <laughs> you just Rosie O'Donnell. I'm gonna lump all overweight brunettes kinda, in together. Yeah, she was kind of like Rosie. She O'Donnell. she was able to play the kind of loud mouth character, like yeah. the kind of angry, angry young woman, loud mouth, but. But you could tell it was a character. Like, it wasn't her real self. At least it didn't come across. I mean, these are kids we're talking about. It's hard to read where they've developed. Yeah, like, like I said, 15 years Like old. I said, you know, yeah. Like, Keenan was one thing completely when he became an adult, and he became something completely different. But, yeah, that dude's been on Saturday Live way too long. It's time to move on. When everybody there is a freshman in your eyes, you've been there too long. That's like yep. David Spade used to come back and just do, like, the uh, the Hollywood Minute or whatever on Weekend Update, and that's it. He wasn't like a full-on cast member. He's just like, you know, I still like doing this, but let's be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's what people need to learn. Saturday yeah. Live is not a place where you can just stay forever. Nope. Yeah, it's only for Saturdays. Yeah. Oh. Am I right? You got to get out during the week. You know what you can do during the week? You can go out and download the Better Kind Gamecast. Welcome, one and all, to episode number 20. Trace. Three. Three. That was, see, Trace is actually our code word for three. No one will know. Nope. Nobody that's, will that's know. That's why we picked it. I know it. Huh. We just, we drew it out of a hat. Well, we, <laughs> we narrowed it down to three, and then we drew it out. It was either Trace, uh, Algonquin. And Quattro. And Quattro were our three choices, and we drew Trace out of the hat, which is good, because I thought Algonquin would just stick out like a sore thumb yeah. if we used <laughs> and it. And it'd be hard to kind of pronounce, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, you got kind of, you have to pause and think before right. you say Especially Algonquin. after you finish a bottle of wine. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Your fruity dry wine. What? Welcome to the uh, podcast where we talk about games and children's television programming. And fruity wine. And things. And, and, it, was, yeah. it was a teenager program. Was it? Yeah, I guess well, it kind of was. Thir- or I, I, always look at, I look at all teenager programs as actually aimed at younger kids. But I I'm mean, sure it was. That it was like show was you 11 plus or whatever. Half the cast of, uh, of I almost said Saved by the Bell, half the <laughs> cast of Head Ooh. of the Class was on that Ooh. show. Not there, bad, I, there not was bad. always people from Head of the like Arvid from, wow, I remember Arvid's I'm name. Surprised. Whoa. From Head of the Class was on it. The big dude that was his best friend was on that show. There were, there what was, was some, his name? I don't remember anybody other than Arvin. And you Bernard. know what? I remember Billy because when Billy took over as the teacher from the dude who was on WKRP, he's that's the guy's real name in real life, Billy. He's the dad from uh, yep. the movie with those Irish dudes, What Shoot Everybody, and now Daryl's on Walking Dead. I like Daryl. Come on. what's Daryl's the brother from that movie you like, and there's a sequel that I never saw. What? Oh, Irish the, guys that shoot a lot yeah, of people. Saints, or what is it called? Uh, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. And Boondock Saints too. Yeah, you like that movie. Yeah. That's because Boondock yeah. Saints not is as a much really good movie. Not as much as me? No, I didn't like that movie that much. Oh. You didn't like Boondock Saints? I liked it okay. First one was Let good. Let me put it this way. Second I had, one was all right. I had, there were several friends of mine, some of which may be listeners, that I think maybe liked that movie a little more than it deserved. Although, admittedly, I it was, was an awesome movie. It, at the time, it was definitely very different from other things we were seeing. And, of course, it let us see a softer side of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem the Dafoe nice reaching the level side. of creepy in that movie that he just continues to exhibit yeah, to this day. That was that was an odd character for yeah. that movie. Go back and watch Clear and Present Danger. We're just going to throw out every movie title ever. <laughs> Go back and watch Clear and Present Danger and try to take Willem Dafoe seriously after seeing everything he's right. done since Jurassic then. Park 3. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know take that. Well, you can't. I dare anybody to take that movie seriously at any point in time. All right. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's Chasing Dinosaurs. Go now. Oh, wait. No, that was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, see, I have trouble distinguishing the second and the third yeah. one. Me too. Doesn't does, they does both, it really matter? Didn't, the, didn't they both take place on the second island? Neither of them took place on the first. I know the second one. The first one was Isla Nublar, Nubar, Nublar, whatever. And the second was Isla Lorna. And I believe the third one, which was not a book. Someone just sat down to write a screenplay and begged Steven Spielberg to let them make the movie. Said, you know what? I'm taking Jurassic Park where it should have gone by still not going back to the original island. <laughs> I'm going to do a <laughs> sequel to the movie no one liked. Well, the dinosaurs didn't have the rights to be on that original oh, island. Oh, they yeah, got they yeah, got yeah. kicked out. They didn't meet their rent requirements. Yep. Right. Or, yeah, they, they, they all wanted more money for their contract. They lost their and... security deposit. It yeah. was really, it was a mess. It was, it was, yes. They had to tear yeah. up all the carpet. God. All the carpet, especially and what that, they found was not pretty. It was no, prehistoric. No, yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. 
The Velociraptors just went around pooping on everything. It was the Velocicrappers. Am I right? Hey, Air five. Shootsy scores. There it is. Welcome. We're going to sometime at this point, we're going to get around to talking about video games. I don't know. Why don't we just keep chasing movies from one title we're to the next? Well. Like a, like an endless round of the Kevin Bacon game where we're not actually trying to get to Kevin Bacon. We just want to see how many movies can we talk about before we run out of movies? Mm. You know? Deep hey, impact. Jurassic Park. That m- reminds me of that other movie with Sam Neill, Hunt for Red October, which was a prequel to Clear and Present Danger. Darn it, I went in a circle. Well, you know, the circle is you were talking about Boondock Saints, and I just spouted out Jurassic Park That's for no right. reason. So I could spout out random movies all day long. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. would, you'd never make a circle with all the crap I. Do you have any idea how it took? It took three seasons of me trying to figure out where Daryl from The Walking Dead was from. Three seasons of that show with me going, "Where is he from?" Before I finally realized it was Boondock Saints, and then my head exploded. Head exploded. But then, right after my head recongealed. Someone I work with pointed out to me that Rick from The Walking Dead is the dude what holds up the signs in the movie Love Actually, which is a a sort of a, I wouldn't call it a rom-com. It is, but it's a drama. But, Fun fact, that's yeah. how he got his role on Walking Dead. By holding up signs in a British rom-com? Yep. Are you just saying that? Yep. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. But, like, I never, I'm, I'm, it wasn't until recently that I even realized he was, a, that he was British. But, uh, and, but then I'm like, yeah, okay, a lot of people are. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone like a over there is. nation of them. Yeah. <laughs> There's then, a lot of people British. But then someone pointed out, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Love Actually. And uh, Andrew Lincoln is his name, right? Did I get that right? Mm, I don't know. And then again, my head exploded. Right Not to then. be confused with Abraham. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Did you Man, that dude could play some ball, I'm Abraham. Tell you what. Abraham tell Lincoln, you what. Vampire Slayer. There's that's a movie right. for you. Nailed it. That's almost as good as Jesus, Vampire Slayer. Can you imagine Jesus? Uh, I don't I have to. I've seen you. the movie. Eternal Judgment. Zap, 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 zap. I've actually Zap-Branigan, seen the movie. Zap Brannigan, Futurama. Boom. I'm just, I've I'm seen just the movie running. Jesus Vampire uh, Hunter. We rented it once for Bad Movie Night. What? Jesus uh, Vampire Hunter. Jesus oh, Vampire Hunter, which which came long, long before Abraham Lincoln Vampire Have Hunter. you ever gotten a good movie Also, on Bad Abraham movie Night? Lincoln Vampire Hunter, way bigger budget. Jesus Vampire Hunter looked like a Canadian student film. And it is terrible. And now, this was not an original idea. I had a f- group of friends who watched it for Bad Movie Night, and I'm like, let's do the same thing. And it was so bad that, like, I think I was the only person in the room who really got it and was enjoying it because it was so bad that everybody's just like, we don't want to watch this anymore. Our butts are puckering way too tightly. So we never, I don't think we even finished it. But yeah. It, you have to finish it. It was so bad. You half expected every 30 seconds for there to be like a sound so you advance the slide that's how low quality low quality <laughs> jesus vampire hunter and like the film grain was like you i know this was not shot in the 70s but boy it sure looks like it you know i don't think they had a boom mic i think they just used the camera mic or something it was pretty awful. that'll learn you anyhow welcome to this podcast again what what's today is it it's it's wednesday Wednesday, thirtieth, one day before Halloween. We've it's already got Halloween. Eve. It's All Hallows Eve. It's yeah, indeed. Well, no, that's tomorrow. That's, that's Halloween. tomorrow. Yeah, it's All Hallows Eve. 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 Yes. <laughs> so welcome. You know, we got a lot of our a lot of our Halloween kicks out of our system last week. For those of you tuning in this week, to expect me to hear a ghostly tale, I'm not going to tell that tale. We talked about it. We're going to say that because that that particular ghosty, that true story 
that that Chris wanted me to share last week is actually a uh, we 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 talked it over. It's a Christmas ghost story. Well, you shared it with me. Yeah, I shared it with you last week. I'm How we loop. sat through it countless times. I'm in the cool group now. Yeah, and so Suck we it. think we're going to save that for an eerie Christmas spectacular, and uh, <laughs> and we'll do that then because you know, Christmas is best when it's scary. Like okay. Uh, yeah, the little drummer vampire. Gremlins. Boy. Yeah. Scary. Gremlins. Yes. Christmas movie. What are some other scary Christmas Christmas films? story. Whoa, Shoots his eye out. Terrifying. That's scary. Ba- Bad Santa. Nightmare Before Christmas. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. That's, that movie's terrifying. <laughs> Terri- you're going to say, hey, I'm going to make you sit down and watch Bad Santa. I'm like, no! God, I'm going to sleep for weeks. Uh, that's a terrible We movie. are hilarious. Uh, there, but there are a lot of great, like, Four creepy- Christmases. Christmas. <laughs> Four Christmases. Oh, that was one of the first Blu-rays we got. Thanks, wife. And I was I, I she wanted it for Christmas. And I'm like, I'm not buying you a Vince Vaughn movie on Blu-ray. That is just a that's just setting money on fire. <laughs> and then someone else bought it for her and I had to watch it with her. I'm like, well, that was every bit as awful as I expected it to be. That movie had no plot. Well, did you expect that? No. Good. That's what I expected. It yes. was terrible. Yep, terrible film. Terrible. I'm not afraid to say terrible. that. I'm not saying Vince Vaughn has never been in anything good, but Vince Vaughn's pretty much never been in anything good. <laughs> so you know, at least at least in the in the phoning it in portion of his career, which represents most of it. Early on, a eh, different story, arguably. But right, yeah. right, oh yeah. Am I right? Right. <laughs> so hey, Chris. Yes, sir. Video games. Oh, what you been playing this week, buddy? What you been What you been gaming up? What you, uh, where your fingers been dancing? Other than my normal Dota rounds, uh-huh. I've started playing a little Peggle. Really? Peggle. Yes. You're delving back into the PopCap Almanac, I see. Well, I got it way back when it was free on that iOS free day or week. Before it was cool? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just now getting around to playing it. Pretty fun. I like it. Peggle's a great game. I'm enjoying it a lot. It really is. That is a game that is just, it's a full on experiment in like sight and sound. The music in that game is very well done. Yeah. And my the favorite fact that part. Every time you beat a level, it plays Ode to Joy with fireworks. You just feel yeah. like you've accomplished something, even though you've just and wasted another 10 minutes. Slow mo the camera when you're near yeah. the last And you get ball. the timpani roll. You're like, are you going to hit it? Are you going to hit it? I don't know. The timpani's rolling. My favorite part about that game is it's very much. A laid back casual game. Oh, it's the best casual game. It's so like intense on your seat as you're watching the ball. Hell, you're just helplessly watching the ball bounce. <laughs> but you're like, go oh, free ball. Oh, 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 hit that. Oh, what? oh, I missed it. Oh, oh but I made it yeah! to the ball. Free ball. Free ball. Free ball. Yeah, you're, just, you're just watching it bounce around, getting points. And then it's, it's, it reminded me so much of, um, when a plan perfectly comes together. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You hit every ball you weren't meaning to hit, and then it just falls in. You get right. a free ball, and you're like, yeah, I planned that. Yeah. Just like pool. Mad skills, fool. Yeah, just like pool. <laughs> no, there actually are people who can play pool really well. Right. Well, there are probably people who can play Peggle really well. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, spinning your wheels at Peggle doesn't really suck. True. true you true. can just sit there and just and lose at a map over and over again. It's still well, fun. Yeah, well, you can lose at a map one time, and then you'll win the next time with, like, Nine extra balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, well, all right. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's keep going then. Yeah. Let's see if that can happen again. It's like playing the lotto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides Peggle, I did start up Amnesia, Dark Descent. Yes. You said you were going to do that. As of, so. I've played about an hour-ish. Yeah. So Good. at this point, it's more of just like a like a dark like foot slip. It's not really a Dark Descent yet. 
Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting game. Tell me about Amnesia Dark Descent okay. again. Well, I can't really explain a whole lot because I'm not sure what's really going on. <laughs> um, at this point in time, you wake up in, I'm going to call it a castle. I think it's a castle. It's a huge manor. Um, and you don't get instructions or anything. You just walk. And for me, knowing that, like, okay, I think this is kind of a scary game, I was, like, creeping around corners and, like, looking for things. I haven't encountered anything or anyone up until, like, my last five minutes of playing for this the hour I've been playing. Um, So it's essentially you're just trying to figure out where you are, where you're going, but you find notes. I think they're from you when you were sane, and now you're, like, writing yourself notes from the past because you lost your memory. I think. I'm not 100% sure what that's about yet. But it addresses you like you are that person. Um, So you're crawling through this castle trying to figure out where things are and solve puzzles, and it's pretty much an explore game. It very much is an explore game. Yeah. Um, But this game plays very well on camera visuals, angles, and sound. Really? Um, because you can, you can pick things up and you're meant to like open drawers and find items and like light sources. But I, since it, nothing really scary has happened, like unnatural things have happened. Like when, like wind blows a door shut or something like that. Right. And that's supposed to wear down on my sanity, which is a type of health. Okay. I have health and sanity and whatever. That's not a new thing, right? There have been no, other no. scary games. Don't that have Starve done that. does that. Okay. If if you're I trapped think that, in the that's dark. been around since like uh since like the GameCube days. Wasn't there a like a I don't want to say Resident Evil. What's the one that takes place in the Pennsylvania town that's on fire all the time? Mm. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Silent Hill. Wasn't there a Silent Hill game that kind of did that and as you went insane you'd hear voices all over the place? I never As you that. go insane in this your vision gets kind of blurry. Oh man. And I haven't gotten to the point where it was like really bad. But the game plays You can regain sanity. Yeah, well, but do you like do you like stop and read like Wikipedia well, no, for you, a couple hours? <laughs> you you light you'll I mean if you sit in the dark, you'll lose your sanity. So oh, you, okay. you can light a candle if you have enough tinder boxes or a lamp or something. So you, play with matches and that makes you sane. Yes. You hear that all the insane people listeners? Yes. Yeah. If you um, want to get better, play with matches. This game is a good tense game. Oh, that sounds like fun. I'm in the it mood is. for that kind of thing lately. And you kind of... I need me some thief! You you kind of... It <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Thief because you're first person. You're creeping along. And oh, I it's in first person? Oh, yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. And I... Do you carry guns? Nope. You, I like You actually... This. You don't have... As far as I know, you don't have any weapon. The closest thing to a weapon I've had is you can pick up, like, a brick and throw it. But I've only done that to break glass so far. So no weapons at all. But interesting. There was I, my, I should do the entire podcast you, like you, Vincent Price. Yes, you should do that. Tell me more about Amnesia Dark Descent. Uh it's a good mix of like a little bit creepy, a little bit tense, but at the same time it's a strong thinking puzzle game. Yeah. Uh the point where I'm at right now, which is about an hour in, they actually one of the load screens said You'll encounter several enemies in your dark descent. Don't Ooh. don't try and fight them because you probably won't win. It said it's better to just hide or run away. And so far I haven't encountered anything, but I did have an experience because I like to only play it when it's dark 
because I think that adds to the ambiance of it. Right on. Um, I was searching through like a library type area and it was kind of dark. So I lit some matches and then I took a few more steps and part of the castle collapsed. So it, it blocked my path backwards. So I had to find a new way and I found my way out of this area and I was, it ended up wrapping me around back to the original area that was now blocked off right. from the other side. And I'd already been there, but I walked over and then I started hearing sounds of like things moving, people talking. And I was like, okay, but I, I've been to this area. So I, I like walk up to the edge and I kind of peer around and they've got like creepy music. I was like, there's gotta be something about to come around the corner. Right. And nothing was there. And I turned my head to the other way down the hall and all you see, it was perfectly timed. All I saw was a foot of someone like walking down this cavern. Yeah. And so naturally, whether it was good or bad, I chased after whatever it was. It was gone by the time I got there. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, it's probably, it was probably just meant, to, it was like a ghost or something. It meant to scare me. So anyway, I went back to exploring, went back to where the stone had collapsed and I saw it collapsed. You couldn't go through, but I stepped forward just to see if I could use anything because yeah. you have to walk up something and it gives you a little hand icon yeah, yeah. to pick something up. So I was like looking around and then I was like, okay, I can't do anything. Turned around, big ass. This was happening in about a fraction of a second, not even a full second. A zombie dead woman appears out of nowhere, takes one step forward and le- reaches out a claw. And I'm just, I back against the stone and I, <laughs> right now you're backing against the wall yeah, away from your microphone. You're out, like, out it loud. Out. I said, Oh shit. Cause you don't, there was nowhere to run. Yeah. I, my back was against the stone and this, she reached her arm out and it dis- dissipated right as she touched me. And my heart is beating out of my chest. Cause that's what it was meant to do. It was yeah. meant to just, you see it for a snap of a and second. You think you have to react. Right. And then it's gone and you're left yeah. in the silence, just analyzing your my, response. My first thought was, <laughs> that's great. I was like, should I, was I supposed to run? Like, <laughs> like even after it happened, I was like, if that was meant to be a battle scene where you're supposed to run, I was dead because I froze. I didn't know what to do. Right. And I, like, after that, I just, I was like, this is a good game. I love what they just did there. It wasn't enough. You couldn't focus in on the details of the monster. Yeah. It was a split second where it was enough to make your head go, whoa, there, there was definitely something there, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. It's There's, gone. I don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to come back. And it was, it's gonna come back. it was just <laughs> scary enough to know that you're in peril. Like yeah. it's going to hurt you if you don't move. But I, as a character, I just froze. <laughs> like, Oh God, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, dude. And God, that game is, it's good. They play a lot on, um, things get out of focus. Not the whole screen goes blurry, but like a circle around. So like your a per- vignette, if yeah. you will, your peripherals is yeah. what I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> you got to use your peripherals. And a lot of that is it's the screen, like an unnatural vent is going like the, it's supposed to be like the castle's kind of melting, but then yeah. it'll focus again, but it's enough to make you think like, okay, was that just my eyes getting tired? Yeah. And then you, you keep walking a little more and then there's like a, a book fall off the shelf and you're like, okay, what? What the hell? Like nothing's happened, but there's weird things going I'm on. I'm afraid to go look at the shelf where the book fell off of because if I look too closely at anything and turn around, there's going to be a zombie. That's only happened. Me. That's only happened once. Yeah, but you're always ready for it. Well, yeah. Now I'm. <laughs> now you. Now I have no idea what's happening. That's and, great. And a lot of it, it's very well told story wise because you find letters that I. Th- what I think is like I said before is they're letters I wrote to myself, anticipating I'd lose my memory. Mm. I think that's what they are. Yeah. And it's kind of explaining the story and like what you're supposed to do. 
And so far, the only instructions I've got from my past or future self was I'm supposed to kill somebody in this castle. Yeah. Have not found them. I've been to many levels. I haven't found them yet. Do you have tattoos all over your body telling you? Can't, you? you can't see your body at you all. You can't see your body. It's all first person. See, you that's just, take that guy, Pierce. Yeah. What it's, are you going to do now? It's a it's a good game, and I I don't I played it a little today right after work, and I didn't like it as much playing in the daylight. No, that would, it, to it, me would be a crime. It, it took away from the ambiance of yeah. it. Yeah, but God, they did well on the ambiance, yeah. the sound. That's the kind of game that makes me want to bring the PC down and plug it into the projector and sit in a completely blackened it's, basement with a giant a, oversized screen. I'm not sure if it's on the Steam sale right now or not, but you would you'd like it. I think you would. I think I would. I, I think, think it would. would. Like it's I a said, good exp- it's an scary movies, game. scary movies, scary games. I don't often get into them because they don't try to scare me in a way that I'm affected. But stuff like that, where I'm left wondering what just it's, happened yeah. to me. That's and good. it's it's not even like, hey, we're going for the super scariest thing. No, they're going for the kind of confusion, scary puzzle finder method where you're just exploring and okay, well, I'm trapped in this room. I have to find a way out. And so one thing you have to do is like there was a pre-mechanism in the castle where you have to pull certain books in a certain order to open a bookshelf. Right. And it's like little puzzles like that keep you sane is what they say. It increases your sanity. Yeah. But the ambiance of that game is they even know it because when you do in the load screen for the very first time, it says, don't worry about. Okay, I need to save here. This is a good place to save. They said, don't worry about saving it. The game will take care of that for you. It'll auto-save where you are. You can save and exit whenever you want. Just enjoy the game. And that's in text as you load it. That's great. Because they know that That they're playing on ambiance. Yeah. They want you to experience. They want you to. They don't want you doing anything that's going to pull you out of the experience. No, it's like it's like when J.J. Abrams, you know, shakes the camera around when he sticks the camera on the end of a rubber dong and just wiggles it around, and I'm supposed to follow what's going on. It's not intense. It's distracting. They're they don't want you to get distracted at all. And they don't say you shouldn't be. They said you don't play to win. Yeah, you play to play. You play to experience. And I mean, I'm not that far, but it's obvious to tell. This is a good game. They know what they're doing. And they're from what I've seen, they they're playing it off perfect. Right, it's a good game, and obviously my my playtime will be select because it has to be. I want it to be at night, right? When I have time, but that's I'm, nice I'm thing gonna, about this time of year. It's darker more. That's yeah, true. Yeah, after anything on after the west seven. end of the daylight saving times, we have lots of dark hours. I am I am enjoying that game. Right, good. Yeah, good to hear it. That's a big ring endorsement. That's 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 meaty. I don't think it was too expensive. Regular price? What is it like? Fifteen regular? I'm thinking of somewhere in that range. I don't You'll know easily hand. pick it up for like under five. I I think I bought mine for like oh, was, mine was part of a humble bundle. Yeah, so it was real cheap. What's All the right. name of the game again? Uh, Amnesia, Amnesia Dark, Dark Descent. Oh, and things. Yes, yes. And Howie over yeah. there. Yeah. You know, we talked to uh, Christopher Jalicia Stump. I forgot oh, to do introductions. Yeah. <laughs> I blew off introductions. I had to give you your middle name. And over here, Howie Master Control. Howie striking the full-on power pose. Yes. Two fists. Boom. And the boom. lean. On the legs. Just, you know, freaking supermaning it with Spread Eagle in the chair. And a Coca-Cola The Coca-Cola shirt. shirt. What? We're What's back. up, folks? What yeah. you been playing, man? So I, on a recommendation, picked up the Stanley Parable. Ooh. Yeah, that was uh 
I don't know anything about that. It's so a, do it's tell. a good. I see well, a lot of people playing it though. It's it's a <laughs> it's a tough game to tell you what it is. Yeah, because <laughs> that's no, kind of the thing. And well, it's been around long enough. It's got a cult following already. Yeah. It was originally a source mod. I believe so. And yeah. so they can kind of get away with this little bit of a of mystery about. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, there are people who play the game and think that they've got it and that it's dumb. Yeah. And then they find out. Well, wait a second. There's more going on here. Tell us about it. <laughs> So you're this dude, Stanley, uh, and the the intro tells you that you're you work in this thing, you know, at a computer terminal, and it tells you what you input, and then you input, you know, what your thing is, you know, and <laughs> yes, I'm with you. And Go on. It's, it's great, and that's it. That's the whole game. That's, no, <laughs> now I understand what everybody's been saying. <laughs> you log in, and you, that's it. Uh, one day you can't remember which iteration of your password you're using because you always change. And you the only one get digit three chances. You, you only get three chances, and you're locked out, and you have to call IT support, but they haven't patched that in yet. <laughs> no, no, please tell us more about the Stanley Parable. So you start off, you you uh, stand up, you're like, okay, something's weird today, and. Uh, you have this narrator. <laughs> what I love how he's description. Something tells you that something. Today. Does he like stand up? You stand up and stretch. That's, you know what? That's something's the beginning today. of the game. And this dude says, "Something's weird." Something's weird. No, I forget exactly the the phrasing. But you have this narrator who's telling you what's going on and what you should do next. Right. What um, a jerk. I know. And so <laughs> he, you walk out of your office, and he's like, "Everybody's gone." And you know he and Stanley walks through this door, and so you have the option. Okay. Do I walk through that door or do I go someplace else? Now, does it present you with the option or you're just, it's up to you to do whatever you want to do? It's up to you it's to do It's not like you get you like, you know, you have to do what it like says, a or, a or B. No, no, it's, it's, it's a free, it's a first person, uh, you know, free roaming kind of a game. So you can just blow off the narrator completely. And that's, yeah. Does and the that's narrator part change of the game. when you blow it off? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, the, if it says go through this door and you go through a window, yeah. it'll say, and you decided to go through the window, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like one of them is like, and Stanley turns left, and, and then you instead turn right. And it's like, well, it, well, it says turn left to go to the uh, conference room. And you turn right and said, knowing that the conference room's the other way, Stanley decides to go to the break room and to on his way to go to the conference room. <laughs> like, <laughs> hint, hint, jerk. Yeah. Go back to the conference room is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it, it the whole point. So far for me, and I've played this for two or three hours and was just totally invested in it. Uh, you're you're going all these different things and paths and just enjoying the experience of what's happening. You know, it's kind of got the like Portal 2 uh, Wheatley uh, kind of thought thought process. It's kind of funny and, you know, gets you laughing a little bit. So the narrator's got a bit of a sense of humor. A little bit of sense of humor. Uh, at one point, uh, you actually go through a certain area and all of a sudden you're in Minecraft <laughs> spoilers. Don't spoil too much for us. I, you know, uh, and there's, there's bit. more, yeah. there's more of that, uh, of, you know, different games in the game. That's uh, cool. But I didn't it, know anything about any of that. If you follow exactly what he says, you get to the quote unquote end, and but you never see anything cool. Is that the end? You don't know because you don't know if you're being mind controlled or if you're breaking through the mind control or you don't know or if this narrator is control at all. Yeah, you don't know if this narrator is actually uh, helping you or hindering I you. I love this new trend of narration in games. Can we call it's, it a trend yet? Is that official? I mean, you compared it to Portal 2 and Wheatley. You know, Wheatley yeah. was almost a bit of a narrator, even though he was more of a character, obviously. Um, a lot of what he did was just underlining your silent protagonist yeah. in really funny ways. Whereas like 
I remember the first time I played Bastion. You know, the vo- you know it starts off the character collapses on the ground as a you know, and I I move the stick and he gets up. And the kid got up, dusted himself off. Yeah, decided he's got to get to the Bastion, whatever. And I'm an idiot. I just rolled right off the edge, <laughs> not knowing I could roll off the edge and fall to my death. And he goes, and then he died. And I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> And then the character like falls down again and responds. He goes, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that because, because even though, you know, traditionally you'd think of a, a in, in multimedia platform, um, multimedia, if you will, that narrators could be like we were saying earlier, something that distracts you because it is not something that is fluid in the moment, but using this narration that actually does interact with you and does change as you do different things can actually pull you into the moment further and also kind of direct how you interpret things. Like in this case with a sense of humor, yeah, it adds a whole different ambiance to what would otherwise be just a quiet game. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and it, I love it. I it, love it. it def- cool. The game itself would not be much of anything. Um, well, I shouldn't say that, but that adds so much to the game yeah. that if it was not there, it would not be near as enjoyable. Right. I think Bastion really set the bar high for games like that. Oh, yeah. Bastion is the first game that I knew of, and I haven't even played it all the way through, but... Neither have I. I played quite a bit on the I, iPad. I want to play a little bit. Yeah. I have it on the PC, because it's like a dollar or something on some stale. We're just going to start calling you the cheap gamer, the, yeah. the sale gamer. Yeah. But that is the first like narrative game that I've ever played that was good. Yeah. Like, w- reviews say, put on headphones, turn up your sound... This like ninety percent of what makes this game awesome is the narration, the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. and I mean the art is, is gorgeous too. Right. The gameplay is pretty right. good, and that's yeah. what's even better. But yeah, it's a you don't rely on it, but yeah. it's just like if everything is good, and then the storytelling is amazing. That's a good game. That's a great game. That's a yeah. very good and, game. And the original Portal had that too with uh, GLaDOS. Yeah, GLaDOS was constantly underlining your actions. Basically, you were choosing what to do, and then you were hearing her responses to what you're doing because yeah. you will never say anything. By yourself, you are not a story. You are just someone trying to get from literal all these literal finite, finite point A's to point B's. Yeah. and But getting her reaction and all that, it, it offers narration and story. To kind of fill in the fact that you're really just solving puzzles. And I, I just, like that. Oh yeah, the amount I like of that in a select few games. Yeah, there's there's it right has to be well done. Just like any other mechanic, there's a right and a wrong place. True. Right. But but yeah, it's it's really cool. And, and I've heard a lot of great things about Stanley Parable. That so is, have you have you listened to the narrator one time and gone through, or have you just always denied? Him? Yeah, the second time I listened to him and went through. Did he go finally? <laughs> Gah. <laughs> I might have. I don't know. <laughs> so you, so you don't know without spoiling. Don't you, spoil. You, oh, you, I've, you made it through the end, quote I've, unquote end. Yeah. And was there more to do after that, or was it like you start over and start? Do you, you feel like you could start over. over and do completely different things? Yeah, I probably ha- took twenty different paths so far. Oh, really? Yeah. So how long did it, the problem? How the long thing did it take is to make a path. Uh, it, it's you. Uh, I think there is. You can go from start to finish doing what he says in like four minutes. Oh yeah, four and a half minutes. Um, but the but possibilities the, are it, endless. Um, it, 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 well, it, it, there's definitely a finite amount. But right. my understanding the is they're is, still adding to it too. Well, that that's I, I've awesome. heard the they demo. Can. There's a free demo that is different content than in what is in the game. 
Yeah, and I haven't and, played the demo, and I'm and actually kind of curious at about that. PAX, they showed a PAX demo that was just for PAX. Like, apparently, they're all about just new scenarios. And I hope they like do that. that, because the thing is, you take one path, and let's say you spent 15 minutes down this path. Yeah. Well, anywhere in that path, you could have taken another way. Right. You know, there, there's another fork in the road, or, you know. Exponentially yeah. growing possibilities. It, it feels like it's exponential, but you know there's a finite amount. They've have you ever so felt many. like you, you stepped into know. a path where you didn't know what game it was trying to reference? Like, you mentioned the Minecraft one, and that's pretty well known. Have you ever stepped into one where you're like, I don't really know what this is from, but it's cool. What are these mushroom and turtle dudes doing <laughs> everywhere? This is obscure. I don't know what that is. Not yet, but I've only gotten into two. So. Oh, so it's not terribly common to be in a different game. Well, it sounds like there's lots so of different. So far, no. It's but... not exclusively games. It's all different sorts of things. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I so. just didn't know how often they put you in a new game, quote unquote. Right. Or because in... there's, I want. There's got to be some kind of like copyright infringement if you oh, go into no, too no, many no, no. games. Oh no, 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 satire, parody, parody. If you, if yeah. you're parody, yeah, this no. Is all, if you, I mean, this is all parody. If, if, as long as you're not stealing assets, if you're so as doing long as something, you're in your own, as long as you make it your own environment. If based it's your on own theirs. thing and it's parody, parody is protected under copyright law. Huh. That's why. That's why you know Hot Shots Part Two can pretty much be a Rambo movie with humor. Interesting. You know, you can you can parody things to your heart's content as long as they. Are distinctly parody of the uh, yeah. thing that you and are this is obviously that interesting. So that's so how uh, much did you how much did you pay for it? Fourteen ninety five or something to that fifteen bucks. It might be on sale on the Halloween sale. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, your brain is seriously. You're you know what you are. You're the game sailor. You're the game sailor. Well, I, I made it. To me, it's There's a lot it's, of games on Halloween. The game sailor. For me, it's definitely worth the fifteen. Uh, yeah. it might not be that way for everybody because it's right. not necessarily a game. I was talking about. This was somebody else, and some people, they have to, in their minds, they have to have a goal, and they have to be able to see progress. Oh, yeah. Some and people just want to play Madden and yeah. Codblops. They're not listening to us, most of yeah. them. This isn't, this isn't a game that you play to to uh, get to the next level and see your progress as no. you go. It's a this game is, you play to have an experience. Exactly. So, okay. Or two, or three, or four. Or 20, or 30, or 50. Or, right. Yeah. It's, it's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, for me, that's cool. I really, it's just something I really enjoy. So that's cool. That's that great. Very cool. It's your turn, Chris. Is it my turn? Yeah. <sighs> did you do it last time? Yes, I did. What have you been playing, Corey? Well, I finally beat the mothership in FTL, so I wow. can I can put easy mode to bed. Oh, so that's it. Okay, moving on to news. Yeah, <laughs> I don't feel like I need to go into FTL anymore. It's still great. I it still scratches such a great itch. Um. Are you going to step up the difficulty now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to move, bump it up. To, now that I've beaten the mothership on easy, I'm going to bump it up to normal. I've been told there's not a tremendous difference between the two, but uh, from my early games when I played on normal, it sure feels like there were, there was, but then again, I'm probably a lot better at it now. So we'll see. Um, however, we'll see. I did try, I did dreadfully little, uh, gaming this week, predominantly because of trick or treating. Although, it is the night before Halloween. Uh, trick or treating in the subdivision took place last Saturday. Yes, and their uh, trick or treating is a very big deal in the uh, the old Wilson homestead. And Wilson. Uh, yeah, we had the we had how he brought dry ice. We had the bubbling light changing color changing cauldron of doom. Yes, which we tried to serve candy out of, and we realized that kids will complain to their mothers when the candy is wet. So we stopped <laughs> doing that. 
very yeah. early on. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this? Mom, the candy's wet. It's wet, Mom. But the cauldron still stood on its own. Yes, it did. And people loved walking up and peering into it. And yeah, Kids were amazed. I remember seeing uh, Dry Ice, the reaction the first time. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> word. This is the most amazing course, thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, we had dry house. We had the fog machine spewing out fog from beneath the cauldron. Yep, uh, and that was fun because you, it was sitting on a fireplace. Yeah, sitting on a little a little fireplace animated fire heater, so it looked like it was bubbling on top of the fire, and then would vent smoke all over kids while they were looking into it. It was a that was a lot of fun. We go a little nuts, go a little nuts on the Halloween. So I didn't get a lot of time to game, but I did uh, at one point sit down and noticing some of the uh, iOS games that had gone free. You, you know, you can never beat free. Uh, that's not true at all. I mean, Plants vs. Zombies 2 is free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we cut off the beginning of last you, episode. You we can. cut off the fact that we were complaining about Plants vs. Zombies 2 a lot. Well, the part that they don't know is we were complaining for like 15 minutes. Yeah, they only got like that. the last 45 seconds of that. Um, but it's uh, a game called Shadow Vamp, which is, you know, kind of a thematic, a vampire uh, game. You know, I looked at, I was looking at the screenshots and I'm like, oh, that looks like dual thumbsticks on a touch screen. No, thanks. And then I look closer and realize that it's not dual thumbsticks. You're, allow me to give you the premise. You are a vampire who has gone out and uh, done his vampirely duties by gorging himself on the innocent townspeople at night. The problem is because you're a fat little vampire that ate too much, you, uh, you got done and the sun was up. You're like, oh, crap. Oh, nerds what happens to a vampire in the sun <laughs> was in a vampire in the sun they sparkle that's what i've been told anyway by all the teenage girls i know you would yeah. know yeah no uh they die he they likes, burn they burn, burn they and smoke and they die yep and so <laughs> you don't want that to happen to you in this case so at the beginning of every huh. map you plop out of a window onto the ground and you get up and they're okay every map is a floating island in the sky kind of right and it's a village and what you have to do is on the left side, you have your a thumbstick more or less or a D-pad where you is it's your movement. On the right side is this gear that you turn the gear to rotate the island so that you can change where the shadows fall. So like the sun is at a fixed huh. point and you move the island around, which actually in this case, you're moving with the island. So you're moving where the sun is in order to give yourself a continuous shadow that you can follow through to get to your crypt. That's one and hell of a vampire. I, I want to live uh, yeah. in this world where you can move an island. You know, it's great because vampire how it's got the know. typical the typical iOS uh, or mobile game where like a uh, style where when you go to the menu, you look like, oh, here are the eight maps that are part of the first mo- grouping of maps, the first world or whatever. But the great part is it's all 3D. So when you click on one, it zooms into it like, yeah, it's really, really well done. And uh, and yeah, I was having a lot of fun with that. It's a great toilet game. That's a Good. great potty game. Good. You sit on the drop a deuce and say, is that vampire. where PG came from? <laughs> potty when, games. When games are PG. They're <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Number two games, games are PG. They're E PG 13. What? Well, actually Peggy is almost PG. Those are TV shows. Aren't they? This guy, this, they're G PG PG 13. That's movies. That's what I just said. T- yeah. G PG TV is like TV MA TV. That's all, that's all what you y. watch. Why <laughs> 17? Why? I think there might still be Y 17. Yeah, there's the, the, the youth ones, and then there's yeah the younger well, ones. I'll be a monkey's uncle. Yeah, and then there's, there's the the ESRA ratings, or the ESRB ratings are 
E for everyone, uh, T for teen, yeah. uh, mature. A for adult. J for jerk off. A-O. No, that's... Actually, you see a lot of games that are M for mature. You don't see a lot of AO games. There are a handful, but that's like the mark of death. That's where people worry, you know, Walmart's not going to carry you if you're an AO game. After, after oh, Othello. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always think of. <laughs> I always think of, of Nick Man, AO! Or at least uh, Phil Hartman doing uh, doing McMahon. Um, but yeah, I must said Jim McMahon. Jim, Jim McMahon. It's the wrong McMahon. Jim McMuffin, man. Jim McMuffin. No, just keep going. That's fine. Okay. I'm going to let you dangle okay. on the end of that okay. hook for a while. It's, is it, is it antagonized often? A little bit. Antagonized often? Yeah. Yes. AO. AO. Often antagonized. AO. There it is. And then you got the British ones that you're like, Peggy 17. Like, you, you go to watch a trailer and yeah. it's a British trailer and it's like, Peggy 13. And I'm like, who's this Peggy? <laughs> yeah. And why does she get to be the boss of <laughs> at, me? At first, when I heard that, I was like, is that a developer? <laughs> yeah, and why do they say their name? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Peggy 13. Uh, it's only cool when Sega does it. Sega, but all their games suck now. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> Which brings us to the news segment of the podcast. You know, rather than do the same thing that every fledgling podcast does, we should really come up with like some little news themes or something to tack underneath. The, yeah, uh, we say that, but we won't. No, I get. Hey, I, if I because no one will get on our case about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, write us in. Get mad. Show us you care. <laughs> <laughs> pretend like you show us we you need care. to know that you care uh so yeah what's going on in news things uh, and stuff probably yeah right there's some items and I'm, there's a couple other materials that we would like to cover how about china you know right? i'm unconvinced oh. yeah what's up with china did you hear what, what? i heard i heard it china thinks that the U.S. is developing a Spartan program, <laughs> which we are. That's true. Our, a military. Spartan I know. Program. I know that we are because I have watched several. Episodes. I've enlisted. They denied me. I've watched several episodes of Agents of Shield, so I know that we are. Yep. As part of the uh, the extremist program, Iron Man Three. What? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I signed a. A thing that so I, can't, I guess I can't. Talk there's about a sort it. of like a God, you pseudo... always sign in these contracts where you can't talk. There's about a it. there's a television show in in the China that uh, that features a Chinese military person. It was a girl. We decided it was a girl. Yeah, you guys did. I thought it, I saw you a picture that guys. looked awfully dudish, but again, I who knows? Maybe she's a, just manly. Um, oh, so you call her a she. And they were reporting that the U.S. is developing special, uh, like, powered body armor, which now we've always been playing with. How he's pulling up the picture just so he can go neener. I believe her name is Lili. Oh, that could be a Chinese dude. dude what if it's Lili? Seriously. Well, you can't make that kind of speculation. But here's the picture. You just, yeah, just bring you it up yourself. Are her boobs out? If not, it looks that way. Oh, that's way weird military. Maybe it's a really though. buff dude. <laughs> he just got massive per- perky buff hair pulled back <laughs> hair pulled back they're all like have you seen mulan all their hair is back in a ponytail <laughs> have you seen mulan <laughs> that <laughs> that's uh, the definitive uh argument for anything related to chinese culture have you seen mulan <laughs> have you seen what walt disney has to say about you it know what mushu does <laughs> i know <laughs> who was the voice of the dragon was that eddie murphy 
I don't. Know. How does he get to be the voice of a dragon and the voice of a donkey? I mean, I know those are two different production companies, but come on, man. No, no. They did well. Come on. They did. They did okay. Uh, what the crap were we talking Oh, yeah. So on the show, <laughs> they were saying, China was saying U.S. developing, you know, and yeah, we've, you know, we've, I've seen things on like Beyond Tomorrow and stuff when I was a kid about, yeah developing exoskeletons to allow extra weight, like lifting weight and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure we've made some advancements, but here's the thing. So they show an image from Iron Man, like two, and it, you know, it says up in the corner, it says, PS, this is a movie still of kind of the thing we're talking about. And then it shows a picture that as if it's an actual image where it's a guy walking, talking to somebody who is dressed as Master Chief. It's it's actually a fan film by the 405th. Was it a fan film? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was one of the Microsoft things or what. But yeah, someone wearing Spartan armor, talking to another dude. And they look. it looks pretty casual. And apparently this show in China was passing that off like, see, this is what it looks like. We don't know how good it works, but you know. <laughs> Those Americans. So, yeah. What if what if uh, the the U.S. Marine Corps was suddenly a bunch of like Spartan Spartan fours or something? I like that? I think you'd scare the enemies. Uh, they'd be pooping their pants. Yeah, sniping if, people while well, bunny hopping thirty if, feet. If in a the helicopter air. just dropped like four Master Chiefs, and you're like, oh, oh, no, 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 ah! no, it's the <laughs> no. <laughs> Because that's how Chinese people yell. No, we're talking it's, about anyone. It's the second time. <laughs> it's the second time four Master Chiefs drop. See, the first time you drop four Spartans from a helicopter, everybody goes, oh, there's four guys. What You know what? Ooh, big deal. And then they slaughter everybody. While the, and then their shields recharge afterward. Right. It's the second time after that footage gets leaked. Where people go, oh crap! It's those dudes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We should make. But seriously, if if our entire military was Spartans, it would just be everybody hopping 30 feet in the air constantly. You no, know, it would be. Everybody else. America just... could make like a fake video of people in those suits doing training exercises behind a green screen and trying to be like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> they have them. They're fully functioning. He survived a bazooka. You know what? Let's just point him to a bunch of YouTube clips from Halo Four. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> the dog or. Reach of Dawn, what is that called? Reach, reach of Dawn, Dawn. <laughs> just Reach was the reach. name of the game, but Not, Halo Four came after. Reach. No, it was the the TV oh Forward series. Unto Dawn, Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could do that, but they're not doing nearly as cool spastic things as you can do in the game. True. You know what? If this were Pakistan or uh, or uh, Syria or Iran or God forbid North Korea, they wouldn't even use a video. They would just like. They would probably they would take a still image and then like Microsoft paint in another image over top of it. And hey, look, front page of the paper. This is what we have. Well, Korea would know what's up because they play yeah. a lot of video games. You'd, seriously, I mean, like North Korea would like two days later like unveil a newspaper thing. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a technology we've developed. And we're like, okay, so uh, apparently you've developed Sigourney Weaver in a in a yellow robot suit. Yep. And is that, that the is that the pink ranger you got there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sigourney Weaver with the pink ranger for a left arm and Patrick Duffy for a right arm. And we don't know where you're going with this, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Invade. <laughs> yeah. We're we'll be on the lookout. Was it was it Iran that re, uh, that had all the stuff last year about their new fighter, their new stealth fighter? 
and it had all these guys standing around looking at it and and like the proportion of dude to plane meant the plane was literally less than half the size that it actually needed to be <laughs> i don't remember it was it was literally just a mock up yeah, was all think, it was yeah, i remember that and and then they they tried to show no 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 it's real and they they released pictures of it flying and it was literally the same pictures from in the room where the guys were looking at just photoshopped into the sky. <laughs> and like even the lighting wasn't even changed. It just looked terrible. They're like, look, frillsies. <laughs> All right, kids, go back to developing your nuclear program. We'll mop up later. <laughs> Criminy. So, yeah, yeah. that's just Welcome a little to the funny world thing. Military. See, it's okay if we make fun of China on the podcast. That's not racist or culturally prejudiced. Because they're not allowed on the internet, so they don't even know if they, they are don't know. It's consoles not now. What you that? see it uh, a couple <laughs> of weeks ago? They were, the ban on consoles was lifted. Was it? Yes. Was it? Yes. Yeah. PS or PS4 and Xbox One. Wow. The ban was lifted. The ban was lifted. So now Wrong. the you know the now the two hundred kids now that can actually the have them bought for them will go get them while yep. the rest of them are still importing hey, Turbo and our, uh, podcast is on the Zoom network, so they can get it on the Xbox One. Oh. Or, 360. Download it on your system today. And then Rah! take it off once you hear the podcast. Because <laughs> we make fun of you. That's right. Hmm. China, don't hate. Don't, don't hate, hate. Appreciate China. it. Yeah, that's not even fair. Yeah, Master Chief isn't real. Does China have a Twitter go. account? <laughs> Hashtag China. I'm making at China. I'm making a list of things to tweet afterward referring to this uh, episode. And I'm like, all right. The, uh, Master Chief isn't real at China. Yeah, the list so far China's is. China's going to respond. The Screw list, you. The list we so far in your coke. All the... <laughs> Never mind. Never uh, damn mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay. Oh man. So how Hilarious. about that? <laughs> how about that? You know what? Uh, <laughs> feed me. Feed me something. Why don't else? we? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we ride ride a short range uh, ballistic missile across the pond and talk about Japan? We might, well, since we're over there, we might. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why circle oh. all the way back around? You know, we've. Uh, yeah, I, I say this every every week. We give Nintendo a lot of guff. <laughs> We do. Well-deserved. Well, I, I couldn't get the words out. You took them right out of my mouth. That's because uh, I have no shame. <laughs> nor dignity, <laughs> sir. Uh, the uh, So some analysts were looking at the numbers, trying to figure out, hey, where the, you know, the Wii went away. They stopped manufacturing the Wii. Poof. You can still uh, apparently buy them. But uh, some, some folks ran the numbers, and it looks like outside of Japan, outside of the nation of Japan... The Wii in the last two quarters has been outselling the Wii U. That's interesting. Not something that's supposed to happen a year into a console launch. Not supposed to be happening at all. Yeah. And so the speculation is they had to shut that off because, first off, the Wii, even this late in its cycle, not selling well. I mean, we're talking under 500,000. Okay. Global. 500,000 global. I think so. And, uh, And then... But the Wii U selling even less than that. So yep. both of their consoles selling poorly. And their new console, and their new console. Was it? I, yep. I was going to throw yeah. a 350 out there. Their new console selling worse than yeah. the poor sales of like, what, a seven-year-old console. Yeah. I mean, their brand spanking new one not selling as good as a seven-year-old one should be selling. Well, that's bad. There's two things here. And the funny thing is, is Microsoft is doing the exact same thing. They are. They left their old console around. Yep. And then they dropped the price of it. Right. So you made it enticing to uh, as an enticing option for people who might have otherwise 
shelled out the extra yeah. dough. And yeah, Microsoft said we're going to use the we're going to use the Xbox 360 as the you know entertainment device. We're going to leave it in. And yeah, I think it confuses the marketplace. And I mean, now granted, the you know the the Wii U is a dumb name and it's confusing. People weren't sure that the Wii and the Wii U were even different things, or if it was an accessory. So that confused it even further. So Microsoft would have to do something dumb like name their console something that confusing. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. They're calling their third Xbox the Xbox One. Yeah. On that note of Microsoft doing the same thing, I sent you the article about Amazon offering a 250 gig Xbox 360 with a Connect and three games for $239. $239. See, I, I don't it know. It used, used to be 400 for just the box. Yeah. And now you're getting a Connect, which was another 100 yeah, but, plus but, three but, games. But do you want a Connect? No, I'm just I'm saying they're set there. That's non-value added in my it's, opinion. It's they're dropping their old console as the new one's coming out. Yeah. But that's not really a good idea. Yeah, the question is will they still keep the 360 around? You know, well, there's I've good always, games coming on Dark yeah. Souls 2 coming out on 360. Yeah. yeah. Well, GTA that's because, just came out on 360. That's because the the take rate right now there's so many of them out there and the new consoles cost so much and everybody's still so on the fence about it that People, I mean, one of the thing, one of the drawbacks to making your system try to do so many different things, like be your movie player and be your movie streamer and all these, you know, your uh, music media is all in one media solution. Yeah, yeah. The drawback to that is people get used to them, right? And they don't necessarily want to abandon them when well, the new tech comes out. And and you're you're yeah you're used to it. You you don't want to replace everything all at once right because like, you don't know if everything's going to work the exactly. same exactly so we all know that half the functionality that you have in your current consoles you're not going to have when the new ones hit the stands you're going to have to wait for a patch yeah this this thing does a dozen different things for me and now i have to get a whole new console and hope that all 12 of those things work yeah. the exact same way i don't or even the way remember my password to these five services yeah yada 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 yeah it's there's a little more barrier to entry it's kind of the, the the price you pay for Speaking trying to do everything. that, I went through a nightmare trying to remember my Windows Live ID for the <laughs> Xbox update. Yeah. No idea what it was. Didn't know what email it was to. Yeah. I was going through every email I own, which isn't a lot, yeah. but it's still four. There's four plus I kept trying different passwords for yeah. each one. So you're looking at like 30-some combination of things that I had no idea what they were because I've never had to log in for Xbox Ever yeah. for that sort of stuff. I uh, now they're asking me for a name and password. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I when I started awful. up uh, my first games for Windows Live game, which was very recently. I've avoided them like the plague. When I started up one, and I'm like, crap, I'm gonna have to remember my Xbox Live login. Now here's the thing: I had a really weird email address that I used for all of a month and a half for only a couple things. And the only mm-hmm. thing that I still care about is Xbox Live. So I actually remembered the email address. Here, you got it, lucky. No, no, it didn't exist anymore. The nice thing is I own the URL, so I just went online, logged into my control panel, created the email address anew, went in, Ooh. told it I forgot my password, and <laughs> sent me the password so I could That would have been a, a fiasco if it wasn't a lot. Oh, anymore. I've had that happen I bet before. it would crash. You'd have to sit on IT for like Oh, yeah, it'd be hours. terrible. It'd be terrible. I, I got lucky, so it wasn't that much of a pain, although going and creating the email address probably, just for that reason. I spent over an hour trying to log in just so I could update get some update they had yeah because you couldn't skip it nope. and i auto log in every single time so this was like trying to remember things from a year or so ago yeah and it was just awful yeah it's it's 
it's not a slick system. For Microsoft being Microsoft, you think they'd have kind of user IDs and passwords and stuff down. But it, it's it's and even in the early days of 360, when there was like a lot less bloat, the the user ID management, the user, you know, the profile management was still just a miserable. I would have had a better time guessing which credit card my Xbox Live was charged to than trying to figure out a name and a password. Just look through your parents' wallet. Well, you it know probably, what? No, I don't know who's paying my Xbox Live right now. <laughs> you won't have to worry. I think it's on one of my parents' credit cards that was discontinued, but it keeps getting renewed every year. And <laughs> you, I'm not paying it because I've gotten new cards and they haven't expired. It just you, keeps uh, going. You won't, you won't have to worry about remembering your, uh, your Xbox Live uh, gamer tag if you pre-ordered your Xbox One through Blockbuster. Why because apparently yeah. Blockbuster has said... They will not be honoring the pre-orders for PS4s Why? and Xbox Ones. Why aren't they? Tell me. Because they're blockbuster. First off, you know, okay, all right. If you live in a town that has no Walmart, Target, uh, Best Buy, there the is, list goes there on. There is no town without if a Walmart. You live, no, no, there are. I don't but, think but, so. But here's the, here's the clincher. But you still have a blockbuster without having those things. Now, I think that narrows it significantly. Uh, and you decided that that was your best bet. Are you talking about Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> no, all of Detroit's blockbusters have been turned. You know, they've been turned into like, like lockluster hair salon or something. Something where like, I can't afford a new sign. Just unplug the bees. <laughs> you know? Don't we have a Hollywood hair on the south side of town here from a, it used to be a Hollywood video? It is. It's the exact same sign and everything, which you think would be like an infringement of some sort, but I guess it's parody. It's uh, just <laughs> Hollywood hair. They just took down video and put up hair. Done. Why not? Done. Sign sealed. All right. Take a picture. Put it put it on, on Yelp. I don't know. <laughs> you Yelp. put hair places on Yelp. Put it on Woof. But Blockbuster has said that if you... Apparently, Blockbuster took pre-orders. Now, here's the thing. We had... In this town, we had at our peak what, like seven blockbusters, eight, mm, uh, something, know. something like that. We had a few. I worked at one in uh, when I was when I just graduated high school. I know of two. Yeah, um, we don't anymore. We no. have none now, right? No, none's the blockbuster, yeah, right? None. The, the 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 there were two holdouts: the one that was down the street here, and the one over by Brad's house. Yep. And the one down the street here, when it finally closed, man, I got a deal on some movies well, I would have never bought they, otherwise. Like, they, $2 for Blu-ray. They moved twice. Well, yeah, they kept, they kept they consolidating. Were by, they were great clips first, and then they sold half of their store, which became GameStop Hollywood Video. And then they moved over to the new area, which is by the Q house or whatever Okay, yeah. And then they had... That was a fairly big area. And it was a nice. That's, nice that's where they store. were gone. That's when they 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 held out there for a long time, and yeah. as all the other ones in town well, closed, think, they were moving all of their leftover merchandise into that one. So when that one was closing and putting movies on sale, yeah. I was like, "They've still got a ton of movies." And I walk in, I'm like, "Oh wait, no, Dirty. these are all the horrible movies that no one bought from the other stores." Yeah, <laughs> and so there's you had to look that much harder through that. You much. walk in the door and they give you like a gift pack. Take these; they're yes. free. You're <laughs> like, I don't want them. No, yeah. we're no. gonna stick them to you. We have tape. <laughs> it, I mean, you'd walk in there and you'd have to look through like like seventy two copies of Freddy versus Jason. No, that's that's too good. That's way too good. Jonah Hex, a thousand copies of Jonah Hex, just to find like some comedy that you've maybe maybe thought, and eh, I'd spend three bucks on that, or or I'd I'd choose that for my free movie if I spend three bucks on yeah. two other ones and get one free. So I would, you know, and that was our experience here, and that was experience in a lot of places. I would not have picked. 
Blockbuster to be the place where I was going to hedge my bets on a pre-order for a new system. Now, here's the upside. If you did pre-order an Xbox One, it doesn't matter. You can pre-order an Xbox One from anywhere still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the sun. Lots of those available. But if you pre-ordered a PS4, those, as my understanding, are slightly harder to come by now. Yeah. Now, you will get all your money back. They're going to refund your money. Yeah. But and do it soon before they start closing stores what like few they, they had left apparently figured out that, oh, wait, we might get sold. Or something. Well, yeah. Do you think you're yeah. Blockbuster? They you know, want tickets. They, they, yeah, they, they want, want to. to. So they want so. to break off all of these, uh, all of these marriages, yeah. so that they're free and clear. And so they're going to refund people's money. But I just can't get over the fact that anyone in this in this country would hedge their bets on a blockbuster. You know, unless they tried everywhere else and all the PS4 pre-orders were gone, and so they just walked into the blockbuster going, oh, "You guys do it? Like, oh yeah, you you can pre-order anything here. You can pre-order a pint of my blood, sir. Please." Please, we're desperate for money. You know, pre-orders pre-orders were kind of a new thing. Uh, when I worked at Blockbuster, I remember we had we were pushing Titanic, which was not out yet. God, date so they were they were much? they were you know we weren't calling them pre-orders. I was pre-selling, you know, and they were we had to upsell Titanic, a movie that was not out, to everyone that walked up to the counter. And if you didn't do it, even to like you know you'd have like some like like some like scruffy dude walk in in a flannel or like some thuggy dude. You know they're not there for Titanic. You still had to do it because if you don't, you're going to get a manager on your case. Because I learned to do it with style. Yeah. These dudes would wow. walk up to me, you know, I mean, all scrubby looking, and they're like, you know, they've got like a copy of like BMX Disasters 2 or something like that, and he puts it on the counter. And I'm like, you, sir, you, sir, look like the kind of person who can't pass up a great deal on the romantic drama of last year. And his, his <laughs> eyes light up and he goes, do I get to go back to the adult section? <laughs> yeah, we don't blockbuster have adult sections. Oh, you gotta go that's to family. family video. Yeah, the family video is the yeah. one with the adult section. <laughs> it's right. like in a room that's behind a cloth. Yeah, down a narrow, dark lit hallway you into know, this square. Area. That cloth. You don't ever want to touch that cloth God, because you no. know that everybody else that touches that cloth, even though they they're haven't dirty. necessarily they're initiated dirty. yet, they're just dirty by yeah, they're dirty by association. I still, dirty I still, I still take credit for a marriage of one of our listeners. Because we were at a family video, and to embarrass him, because he got nervous in social situations, still does. You know who you are. And I went behind the curtain and started uh, saying, hey, what do you want to rent? You want to rent Gator Bait 2? You want to rent? <laughs> like, you know, I can't think of any porn titles, but all these, like, <laughs> that was good, not though. really porn, but like a softcore movie. Gator Bait 2 is the one I remember, because I remember thinking that was a hilarious <laughs> cover. It's just a chick and cut off shorts and an alligator, and it's a Gator Bait 2. And I'm like, I <laughs> I don't know what about this is supposed to sounds initiate hot. something hot, Definitely but it's great. Sounds hot. That's the one I remember. <laughs> I started yelling them over the wall because the wall doesn't go all the way to the ceiling at True. him. And apparently, his future wife was in the store at the time and thought it was cute. Nice. How how nervous I was making. Well, him. now you're uh, two for two. Yeah, I am. I'm hooking up people left and right. Dang, Cuban. Dang, it's happening. Dang, it's happening. Yes, I uh, apparently am on the schedule to officiate another wedding. This will be my third wedding. That I've yes. officiated. Wow. Isn't that terrifying for anybody who takes mar- the sanctity of marriage as holy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Not you, clearly, Howie, because yeah, I officiated yep. yours. That's correct. That's right. You're right. you're next on the docket. Yeah. Oh, well, You'll be number four, you. pal. Palio. Palaboy. I will come to you for that. Right. I don't even remember what we were talking about, porn. We were talking stuff. about Blockbuster. Blockbuster. So you yeah. can get your money back. Yeah, you know, go to Amazon. They might still have, have something. I mean. Speaking of a potential Blockbuster, what about Titanfall? 
Titanfall. What about it, Howie? The, the game what everybody's talking about for the Xbox One, Microsoft has come out and said, because it has, has been clear, well, clear-ish, uh, that Titanfall was a timed exclusive. It was going to be on uh, on uh, the Xbox One first, and then for maybe launch. PC and uh, and uh, PS4. And Microsoft come out and said, no, sir, Titanfall will never Titanfall onto a PS4. They've said that is not a thing that's going to happen. It is an Xbox One ex- and 360 exclusive. You know, that's the other thing. I love how Titanfall is coming out on Xbox One and 360 because there's like, we can do all the stuff on the one because of cloud computing. Well, we can do it on the 360. Then no. clearly you're full of crap. <laughs> clearly you're full of dump. But that's supposed to be the biggest title for the Xbox One, but it's also coming to the 360. And what does that say? I mean, that's yeah. their that's their flagship title coming into this new generation, and they're still bringing it out on the old one because there's just too many customers they don't want to leave on the table. But they're saying that it w- it will still be on PC, yeah. But or at least as far as the developers are concerned, it can be. But Microsoft has apparently filled the coffers with enough money that they've been willing to cut the PS4 loose, which I think has to be an exorbitant amount of money because the PS4 yes. is the clear front runner right now. No. Now it hasn't come out yet, but no. right now it is the spiritual front runner. More than anything, this shows how. Far against the wall, Microsoft is. It's desperation. We need to make sure people buy our console. What can we do? Yeah. Oh, well, this game has a lot of hype. So no, let's no, make it. No, let's. This fork, is the only game we have fork, with a lot of hype. <laughs> everything out on yeah. this game. Right. Don't let it come out on now, anything else. I would like to read the contract. No, actually, I wouldn't. But <laughs> I, was um, like, I love legalese. What? What mm. if? Okay, so they said it's going to come out with a PC. Does forth. that mean it has to be a Windows, or could it be? Like on Steam OS, uh, I don't think it. I, I bet you anything it's not exclusive to that. Yeah, I I'll bet it. you anything it's. It, they're purely paying for the console exclusivity. I, I, I bet they because don't, because bet everything they don't you lock it out of, you have to spend more money on. And I don't think Microsoft is at all worried about Steam OS yet. There no. there are people at Microsoft who are worried about it. Well, I bet this deal, whole, was, this deal was done before they knew about Steam OS. Mm, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that as soon as they lock it down, they might have the press release out the next day. That's not the yeah, kind of thing it, they're going to sell. It could have been in the working of say, "Hey, we want this much money." They're like, uh, "Oh yeah, it no. could have been negotiating going like, back oh, and forth." No, okay, for a while. now we want this much money. But I'm I'm betting you this was this is a late game play. This is this is a they're calling an audible. Right. They're calling an audible yeah. here. I mean, they already had it for a timed exclusive, so they already knew that they wanted some level of exclusivity. But I think an audible is locking it down because they realize that. If this thing does show up on PS4 in six months down the line and it comes out, let's say six months to a year, it comes out on PS4 and we are not meeting our numbers yet. Guess what? Our numbers are going to taper off even further because this major game that is the hook of what the only hook we've got in the water right now. If we don't have that, if we lose that, whatever, if and we are still fledgling, then we're going to fail. We can't. We'll go from fledgling to failure. Yeah. I, this now, of is, course, I'm speaking in hyperbole to simplify the point. I think this is bad news for both Titanfall and Microsoft. I agree. It, this looks really bad for Microsoft, and it's yeah, well. I mean, it's it, you're not going to get near as many sales. It's a good move for Microsoft if, as long as we don't have to worry about how much money they spend on this contract. I, it's I, it's good for them. It doesn't look good when we dig into it like this, but overall, an exclusivity of a game with this much hype is good. I think you're underestimating how many I, people will buy a console just for one game. Yeah, and there I'm, are quite a few. I am one of those that'll buy it. I, there's three games right now that I want on Xbox. That's all I care about on the three? Xbox One. 
Garden Warfare, Titanfall, and Fable Legends. Garden Warfare is not going to be exclusive to the, the one, is it? It's, it's not going to be gonna exclusive, be, but it's going to be. It's going to be on the PC. Yeah, yeah. Well. Eventually, Fable Legends. You're you're in a you're in a lonely car. I know I am, but I love Fable. I know, and you so. you admit it. You own yeah. up to it, but yeah. to yeah. me, I'm like, okay, I can get Titanfall and and Garden Warfare on PC. I don't care about. Yeah, Xbox. yeah. It's, it, yeah. At this point, if I can leverage a PC against your console, boy, you got to do a better. And job. this bodes well for you know wait potential the Steam eight months sales. after though. If people aren't going to want. You know the Xbox One. They say, "Here we go, right?" I get it on, uh, get it on Steam. Yeah, and why not? Why and why not? Game, and why not? You know, another game that is uh, that's that's coming out on the next gen consoles has been getting some uh, pretty good reviews this last week. Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag. That's been all over the news. That's all over everything. But you know, uh, something stuck in my craw about that game. What was that? Uh, the fact that apparently you need an online pass to access some of the single-player content. Son of a biscuit. Now, I thought that we said almost six months ago, maybe, maybe. it was a month ago, I don't know, <laughs> that w- that EA announced that they were getting rid of online passes. You're going to tell me... Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It, uh, EA? Assassin's Creed's not an EA Ubisoft. Game, right? It's Ubisoft, and it's published by Activision. Boy? But online pass, I thought, was an EA thing, wasn't it? Or is it is that a term that, that other people are using? Oh, dear. Too? Now we're looking ridiculously not intelligent about this. Either way. Okay. It's an Activision game. You have to online pass, meaning you've got a code that comes in the game when you buy it new in order to access some of the single-player content. If this sounds familiar, a lot of people are probably most familiar with, um, I mean, a lot of games do this with multiplayer access. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot, uh, but a substantial number. Um, but for single player content, Arkham City, Batman Arkham City, uh, had the the Catwoman content, which was uh locked to an online pass. Now I rented the game. So I ended up having to pay ten dollars or something like ten or fifteen bucks to access that content. I ended up being kind of pissed because everybody said, Oh, it's a vital part of the story. No, it was completely not. It was woven in and out of the story throughout the game. You but it actually Yeah, it had nothing to do with it. So in this case, they're holding back some of the single player content. But I don't see, you know, I don't see, you know, uh Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you know, cat pirate woman. What single player God, content I mean, if it is that? part of the main character yeah, I sure can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's part of the main character story and you get an online pass to access it, that's dirt. It's actually you need the U Play Passport. The U Play Passport. So it's not online pass. Yeah. Thank you. The, I guess that would be the Ubisoft's U Play. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, I thought we were done with this crap after every now I'm not naive, but after all of the gigantic outcry about being able to sell your used games and stuff and having Microsoft do a complete 180 and backpedal on all that stuff because gamers were so furious over not being able to sell their games that they're still going to be putting out titles that have this stupid little $10 penalty. Are you kidding me? I don't like it. There's, there's a, a benefit you can get with it. You can have your friends help you with different things, but it's not crucial. So why well, like force? Kind of they always mode? say it's not crucial, but yeah, yeah they always say it. yeah. If, so, it, if it isn't even the slightest, that's dumb. Exactly. Yeah, because it's game content. You're, yeah, you're basically it's you're like putting a game out and then taking a chunk out and saying eh, to me that's to this. me that's no different than making distributing a pirated version of a game where like the code is altered so that something doesn't work right. 
Yeah. There's no difference in those behaviors. Yeah. You know, and then you've got the flip side of that coin where you've got Deep Silver, the uh, publishers behind the Saints Row, Saints Row the Fourth, or Saints Row Four. I got to stop doing that. The third threw me. Saints Row Four saying that DRM's useless. It doesn't do us any good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's not it's not getting us any more sales by punishing, which we've said countless times, by punishing the honest purchaser. We're not getting any more sales from the dishonest purchaser. And then I'll take you even one further, my friends. The uh-huh. Witcher Three, which I believe you said was being distributed by published by Warner Brothers here in the U.S. and by Namco Bandai. Namco Bandai European. abroad, uh, but it's a Polish developer, I believe. Yes, or somewhere, somewhere over there in in those lands, and uh, and they're saying, "Hey, guys, Witcher Three, which by the way, a lot of people are excited about the Witcher Three. It looks like it's going to be a much bigger I'm deal. I'm excited for it. Yeah, than than even two was. Uh, they're saying absolutely no DRM. They're going to lay it on the crowd, and the PC version of the game will have zero, zero DRM. Now I'm sitting there thinking, when I hear zero DRM, I'm thinking. I won't have to enter a code from the back of the box. Remember those days? Oh, yeah. I, or open up open up the manual and find the serial number on page 37 of the manual back when manuals <laughs> were more than half a printout wide. You know what I mean? I No DRM, meaning lay it on the crowd because you know what? Our game has a core audience. If more people can get exposed to it and talk about it, the more people are going to buy it. Which is a sad truth, but it is a real truth. Well, they, they're really kind of put one out there for all the other game makers saying if you make a good game people are going to buy it mm-hmm. so well or if you make a good game make it free people are going to still spend money to support you right except I, for I plans mean, for zombies too no well the, we said good <laughs> did you hear what i said, I said oh i'm sorry you good said good game, game. make yeah. a good game you're right you're i mean right. dota 2 free <laughs> i've spent plenty of money just buying things plenty like money. <laughs> plenty of money not i mean like plenty of the probably, money 70 cents I is what you're gonna say 30 dollars 30 dollars stuff on cosmetic differences yeah don't need it didn't really have to have it but I, you know i'm gonna throw them some money because something came out that i kind of wanted and i wanted to support them and right. i've put 1500 hours into it i figure i can spend 30 dollars on it yeah <laughs> i think that's okay well and that's the that's the brilliant thing especially about pc games now when they're saying you know what you can you can play this entire game for free you can access everything for free on a lot of pc games we're just going to make it that if you really enjoy it and you want to kind of revel in this content, we'll give you just a few little nicks and knacks that make you feel special, that and we'll sell you those. Hinder that don't gameplay. Don't open up any additional gameplay for no. you, and you're we're not punishing you for not having it in the least. You'll be on the exact same level playing field as everyone else. It's just we're allowing you to personalize it. Yeah, yeah. and it's successful. It and then you see a lot of that coming from Valve, proprietors of the Steam program, and these guys know what they're doing. You want to know how I know that? Because uh, their user base? Their user base. Uh, Steam has 65 million, over 65 million. M- 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 million? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for you to hear that sound when you're listening to this later. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I like that. Over 65 million accounts on Steam. Now, Wow. How many how many accounts do you think there are on Xbox Live? You already told me, so I can't really answer. Howie. Well, you told me as well. I really need to quit let's, blabbing. No, you guys. let's call somebody. All right. Hey, on the phone. Phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> on the phone. Strom, Wheatley. friend of the yeah. show. <laughs> Harold from Tuscaloosa, you're on the air. <laughs> no. 
45 millions. That's a significantly lower number that than the first one That is a significantly lower, lower number. And you know, yeah, you, like you had made 20. the point when we first started discussing this earlier, you said, but those are fictional. Those aren't real. And I said, I don't think either one's real. No, no, no. I And I agree. I mean, both of those numbers, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when, when, uh, when Blizzard, well, when Blizzard talks about wow subscribers and says, you know, individual active accounts. I should have rephrased. They're real ratios. I think the ratio of right now, that's one the thing. Higher, the those are real, but the number very, very is important. Inaccurate. The numbers are gonna you're gonna have yes. you're gonna have people who've created additional Steam accounts just to have a Dota a Dota level that's not as high as their regular ones, so they can play with their brothers and sisters like yeah. you, right? Yeah. Or you're gonna have people. You're gonna have Xbox Live Silver members who they set up an Xbox Live account because their console told them to when they fired it up, but all they do is play disc games. You can have lots of people on Xbox Live who just play disc games and don't buy games on there. Now, my argument is this. Although 65 million is a bigger number than 45 million, so upper hand Steam there, Steam is more than anything. Although, yes, there is a social networking component to it, Steam is more than anything, in my opinion, a store. Yes. It is a store where you go to buy games. Xbox Live is a gateway that you have to take part in in some capacity to play the things that you bought at a different store. Now, there are stores there, but they are non-essential. Steam is predominantly a store. So I would argue that every single account on Steam is worth more than every individual account on Xbox Live. They are, you know, especially, and you might say, well, Xbox Live, you got to pay. Only gold subscriptions have to pay, my friend. Only gold right. subscriptions have to pay. And so I'm going to tell you that a Steam account is worth more than an Xbox. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm saying it. It's the way it is than an Xbox Live account. And so to, to have then 20 million more, look at how big Steam is. And this is on the PC. This is on the thing that is, it's got all these buttons and all these components and all these things that can go wrong. And it's complicated. And, meh, and they're still doing better than a console. You know, yeah. to argue your point a little more, a lot of the the Steam accounts they're not all hardcore gamers, right? Because not everyone can afford a great computer like that, right? Some are great, some are average, and some are just well, nor do they want they're to. ordinary, yeah. And a lot of times that is because, again, with like the marketplace, they don't have to only buy a hardcore game or whatever's offered on that demo that month, right? They can browse things that have been up for years or they can get what's hot right that just stuff came out that day stuff isn't necessarily falling off of steam no left it's, right. it's up right. there forever right I virtually mean, forever yeah, i mean some forever. games i'm sure have been removed but at, yeah. at the same time there's not like finite expiration dates i have any number of xbox live arcade games i bought when that was new and novel to me that if i deleted them they're gone. Yeah. And those, or, or those I demos say that, come and go. That might be true of a couple, but there's even more that you cannot purchase anymore. I might be able to re-download them because I purchased them when they were out, but you can't go purchase them now. Whereas, yeah, like you said, anybody who sits down at Steam has that whole library just a set in there waiting to be yeah. plucked at. And yep. the difference between the free games on Steam is there you can download a free game. It's not a free demo. Right. And you could play a demo. They have demos too, but they have free games. Yep, and Xbox doesn't They're really. They're not really into free stuff unless it's no. made sponsored by Doritos. Unless it really, yeah. <laughs> unless it really helps them in a way that you just don't know what it is yet. Right. Other than that, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I can't say I'm surprised by those numbers. Right. But it is. It's interesting to hear just how big that gap is, especially with the announcement of the Steam Box and them stepping into the console world. 
because I think that'll be a big play for them. Right. Being that far ahead. Yeah. We'll I'm see. into it. I'm into it as well. Hey, guys, Me what too. do you say we talk about some email? Z- Someday that is going to mean something. Yeah, not, not today, though. Not today. But, hey, if you want to email us, write in, ask us a question about the claims we've made, the the gauntlets we've thrown, and various things like that, uh, email us at GameCastAtBetterKind.com. Once again, that email address is GameCastAtBetterKind.com. Tweet us up at BetterKind, or simply go to Facebook.com slash BetterKind and post your quizzes to our wall. Just spray them on there like... Like you're West Graffiti. Berlin, and you're just tired of this eyesore blocking off your second-story apartment view. You want to see the peasants suffering and and clamoring when the air drops with the bubble gum. This all makes sense in my head. I don't know if it's coherent No, it doesn't. No. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But we have an email, and we have an email, a new email from a, from a, I don't know if it's a new listener, but not an email listener we've heard from before. It's not, a.k.a. it's not Strom. <laughs> it's not Strom, and it's not Josh from, and it's not Brandon oh from other place. From that one area. <laughs> we had a couple more at one point. Yeah, we some, had a couple onesie twosies here and there. randoms. That's right. But, uh, but no, we do, we do have an email here from Eric in Jackson, Mississippi. What up, Jackson? Mississippi? Crooked letter, crooked letter. Uh, I... What? Am you've never heard that? No. Am I cricket letter, cricket letter, I cricket letter, cricket letter, M I S S I S S I P P I Mississippi. Boom. You think that's impressive? That was like don't make me that was drop, like kindergarten. Don't make stuff. me drop all fifty states in alphabetical order in under thirty seconds on you because I Howie, will. Do you want to hear that? <laughs> that's fair. Okay. He Next writes week. in to uh, I'm going to summarize it uh, as I am want to do. He writes in and he he says I, I guess he's. He's either young or he's just an old guy that still lives with his parents. But he says that his mother is saying that they can only get one console or the other. And he's hearing that the Xbox One is not going to support HD for every game. And wants to know our two cents on that. You know, you didn't have to call him out like that. Yeah. I mean, well, if he wanted to send in more questions. Well, (laughs) (laughs) now he's going to he's going to feel attacked. I should stop berating the listeners. Eric in in, in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm just going to call you Eric Jackson. Maybe I'll just call you Eric (laughs) Jackson, Mississippi. (laughs) You're not helping. (laughs) Eric, your 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 face is funny. You have a funny face. You you walk you walk oddly. We dare you. You to dress post. in the manner of a male prostitute. We dare you to post on <laughs> your Facebook. penmanship is atrocious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> now we'll get. I'm I'm baiting him into, into sending us angry questions, angry yeah. emails. That just means or, more emails and questions. Or he'll post on his face. Oh, I hate better kind. They made fun of me. Yeah, well, you just spread the word, oh! sucker. Bam, Jackson, Mississippi didn't know what oh, hit him. Oh, he hates us. But he's <laughs> he's wanting to know <laughs> about the uh, the age defecation. Of the Xbox One. defecation. Now, I'm willing to, speaking of defecate, I'm willing to poop on uh, everything that Microsoft has done uh, surrounding the Xbox One uh, so far. But allow me to to put your fears to a restless sleep. Oh, that's good. Wow. Good place to be. That's all I ever wanted to be. uh, Because the Xbox One, it looks like uh, from a study show and and, and, uh, industry industry insiders have said that- One out of five. The (laughs) Xbox Well, one out of five doctors recommend an Xbox One. Um, (laughs) The the Xbox One, it looks like the standard HD that most games are going to run in is actually 
Are you ready for this? No, no, no. Are you ready for this? I'm out of control. Oh, boy. 720p. Are you kidding me? If that number sounds familiar, it's because there were games on the first Xbox that ran in 720p. The the first. The original Xbox. Xbox. And here we are, two Xboxes later, still running in 720p. Now, my understanding is that's not a hard and fast limit. But that is the, I think, the lower limit. Microsoft's saying you got to hit 720p. But my understanding is that there is like an, you know, you remember how there was enhanced definition back in the day? You had 480i and 480p was enhanced yeah. definition. Mm, there is yeah. an enhanced high def definition that's not quite 1080p, but it's somewhere in the middle between 720 and 1080. And then I'm sure there's some interpolating and interlacing and all sorts of other words that start with IN uh, involved or inter, I guess. Uh, of course. Yeah. So. They are going to be HD, but not not necessarily the Hest of D, if you will. Um, yes, I will. The, now, here's the other thing: the PS4 also probably not going to be running in the Hest of D all the time, but they are far more shooting for the 1080p standard on the PS4. Uh, the only real life comparison that we have, and again, we're still—I mean, you're still going to have day one patches, so anything—it's—it's it's anyone's game, kinda, but. There have been a lot of hands-on, uh, hands-on with uh, Battlefield Four, and the understanding is that Battlefield Four uh, looks great on all the systems. It's very fluid on all the systems, but that it is sharper and crisper on the PS4 and and the PC. the uh, The Xbox One version, you're going to see not as high resolution images or textures, and you're going to see a little more jaggy lines and uh, things like that. That's just impressions from a game. On systems that aren't even out, but people have been allowed to go and play. So that's one thing, you know. Now, mind you, early on in this last console cycle, everybody's like, man, PS3's got higher specs, it's got higher costs, man, 360 gonna eat it. And right out of the gates, the 360 was comparably almost always heads ahead above the PS3 in performance for most games that were co developed. And part of that reason, a lot of people said, was because 360 was easier to develop for. Sony's gone a right. long way to try to bridge that gap since then. Yes. And so I think we're going to see a lot more neck and neck this time. But if we are seeing neck and neck in terms of ease of development, we still have to look at the fact that Sony has the slightly faster, well, potentially substantially faster memory and most likely far less of its memory being devoted to the operating system in the background processes right. as true. on the Xbox true, One. True, true. So we're probably going to see, at least right out of the gates, for especially for things developed on both systems, a little bit of an edge to the PS4. Yeah. So if you really, if you're a pixel counter, and even if you're a frame counter, you're probably looking at the PS4, but it's still, I mean, you just can't know until it, and still games start coming out. Well, and, and what I think this really shows is that the PS4 on launch will be more polished than the Xbox one. Cause I think there's a lot of performance enhancements that they're doing right now and that they will do over the next six months to a year. Right. After it's released. Um, both consoles, the both consoles that yeah. will get it. That will improve the performance. But if it's already looking better on the PS4, that means they're closer to being. Yeah. At that it just end. There's they're a step ahead. For there's a, a lot of information coming out right now that the Xbox one isn't quite, they don't quite have all the bugs worked out. Now, granted, as we well know, the bugs will never all be worked out. There will be new bugs all the time, and well, there will be and constant they are updates. launching later. But yeah, but and the the understanding is that devs have been having some issues that the performance isn't exactly where people want it. The Xbox One isn't quite where they want it to be. The problem is development's happening now. 
And it's happening now for games that will come out a couple years from now. Yeah. So it's kind of like that bed, if it's not made, it's going to stay unmade for a while, even if they get around to patching and optimizing better. Right. So I'm not hearing as much about the PS4, which right now I could interpret as a good sign or a bad sign. I'm choosing to believe, given all of the reversing and backpedaling that Microsoft's had to do over the last few months, that their pants are slightly closer to around their ankles. You know, whereas Sony might just be, you know, sagging their straws a little, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So I, I, uh, I, again, it's any, it's anyone's games. I really think the, I hate the PlayStation controller so much. I hate symmetrical analog sticks, but um, I, I really think for me, if I had to choose, and if I was going to be a pixel counter, I'd probably hedge my bets right now. If I, you know, if it's like I got to pre-order one and I got to get my pre-order in right now. You know, hold a gun to my head, make me pre-order a system. It's PS4. I'm PS4. Yeah. 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 So, Steam, hey, Steam, Steam I, uh, I hope that helps answer your question. Go tell your moms to we hook hope, you up. We hope right? you listen to the next episode. Yeah. We hope you stick around. Yeah. After that berating, after that browbeating. Yeah. Oh, he's public, a tough cookie. He can take yeah. it. Do, yeah. You don't even know his home life. No, it's. Oof. I mean, as far as I know, he's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> he's a. He's a. We're we're an escape for for Eric from Jackson, Mississippi. We, we he, must be. He comes. We're like surrogate fathers. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You are sorry, my friend. Yes, and yeah. with that, I don't think we've got anything left to say. This the day before Halloween in the year 2013. I wash, I wash my hands. Oh me. yes. Once again, emails gamecastbetterkind.com. Tweet us at betterkind. Follow us, like us on the Facebook um, dot com slash better kind. And yes, <laughs> on whatever program that you're using that has to do with things that are related to us, whether it be for downloading podcasts or just simply going and spreading the word. Rate us, like us, share us. What are all the, you know, uh, one up us. Uh, tweet us, woof us. Tweet us. Plus, woof. plus us. <laughs> woof us. Fax <laughs> us. <laughs> dig us stumble upon us stumble yes. upon us or do all Pinterest those things. us yeah pin, pin us, us. Just, just please tell people we exist <laughs> do, do <Please>. anything <laughs> we want to come out of the basement <laughs> please hey we have a great time doing this we're glad you could tune in and listen we'll be back next week and of course you can always look forward to the spooky christmas episode in a couple of months we'll uh yeah, we'll dress that up. We'll put a nice bow on that one for you so you yeah, can we'll, wrap we'll it. start Ping! working on some ideas. Yeah, we'll, you have a we'll make it nice and peppermint fancy. candy cane sticking out of the side of your mouth, yeah. slobbering all over the place. You got, like, sticky drool running down your shirt. We know how you people are, and that's why we're here, to be your guide through the nastier to parts of life. To be your surrogate fathers. To be your surrogate fathers. <laughs> <laughs> What's more to say? We out!